0: Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> <That was> good. <laughs> good evening, Wildcats. It is currently 5 p.m. and a beautiful 71 degrees on this fine Monday. Oh, so close. Uh, so close yet yeah, so far. Uh, wonderful Letterman Monday. October 15th here in Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio, and to all those listening online at camp.arizona.edu, as well as any of our podcasting platforms, I am your host, Brody Dryden, here alongside my partner in crime, Eric Wong. Good afternoon, Wildcats,
1: and happy regular Monday to everybody else. Uh- <laughs> so, uh, we're getting there folks. Well it two degrees too warm, but you know, we're we're getting there. Uh, it's yeah. looking real nice the weather out. We got a lot to talk about this fine day in sports. Uh Brody, if you want to give a quick condolence though
0: yeah, to uh, a great man. Yeah, we have some uh breaking news in the sports world um and overall world. Paul Allen has passed away at the age of sixty five um due to Nod and Hodgkin's lymphoma. Unfortunately a very um Acclaimed, you know, uh, very popular guy in the sports world, uh, part owner in uh, the Portland um, Trailblazers, the Seattle Seahawks, and uh, my beloved Seattle Sounders. Uh, so very uh, sad to hear of Paul Allen. Rest in peace. Rest Paul in Allen, peace, Paul, Paul Allen. Co-founder of uh, Microsoft. Um, so, yeah, Paul Allen. So uh, to keep it on a sad note, Arizona football this oh. past weekend uh, got absolutely obliterated by the Utah Utes. It was awful. It was 42-10. to 10. Um, Khalil Tate got pulled in the first drive. He got that mm-hmm. uh, bad, at obviously, nagging ankle injury that we've been talking about the past few weeks. Um, he went down. They Tried Jamari Joyner, uh, didn't do crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhett Rodriguez, Rhett stepped Rodriguez
1: in. threw a touchdown pass yeah, towards the end. Did, no interceptions. No, it was. Uh, and uh, I will tell you though, he was like uh, seven for seven completions to the sideline. The <laughs> sideline was the side. Shout out to Ryan May for that joke. The sideline yeah, yeah. was the number one receiver that whole game. But it was you know depressing game. You know mm-hmm. the spread was fourteen points. I thought like okay, we're projected to lose, but maybe we'll cover the spread. You know. Yeah. Uh, we did not. No. Um, it was quite a match um, and really disappointing. I don't even. Know where it puts Arizona. We're definitely out of the Pac-12 South. I know we were super optimistic, yeah. <laughs> maybe getting a, a, a Utah win, but you yeah. know now I think let's just try to get the the New Mexico Bowl or yeah. you know the Valero Alamo Bowl or something uh, to kind of keep our spirits up. But yeah, I think you know to credit this season all on Kevin Sumlin would be false. To put it all on. Uh, Khalil would be false. I think it's a lot of mixing things. Kevin Sumlin, you know, new offense, all that. Khalil Tate really has not been healthy since the first game and uh, that's really been hurting him, so... You know, tough to say. see where Arizona football is going. Good for Rhett Rodriguez, though. Uh, Kevin Sumlin is going to be more of a father figure yeah. to <laughs> Rhett Rodriguez the way he was playing and more than Rich. I mean, it was My crazy. Goodness. Kevin Sumlin had more faith in Rhett than his own father. So, you know, but still, uh, I was at the Allegiance watch party, and there was no amount of liquid confidence in the world that was able to make that game okay. But, you know, shout out to the Allegiance.
0: We bared down, but it was a tough game to watch. Yeah, it was very tough. I was honestly pretty impressed impressed with <clears throat> RetRod Rod as much crap as we give him Yeah, I, we, I was like, actually you know he missed 18 passes but you know considering the circumstances considering how much experience going into Utah is not an easy task and although he those Mormons are out there yeah he, they really are and he, even though he didn't even get us close to a win or doubling the spread, um, I, I have to I, I, I have to say I'm a little bit impressed by Ret. I mean, yeah, two hundred two hundred or two
1: hundred twenty six yards, mm-hmm. uh, one touchdown, no interceptions. You know, with a QBR of what fifty one point nine. I mean, you know, that's not that's not great, no. but you know, for a third string quarterback coming in with very little reps, and I'll be honest. Rhett Rod earned his job as a third-string quarterback. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, well, no, this was, a, like, a legitimate con- thing. Like, I didn't even think Rhett Rod was good enough to make it in college. So mm-hmm. the fact that he is at least, you know, a th- like, he earned his spot. for yeah. Even though it's a third-string, like, I, I have to stop – crapping on him now because at least he showed he can play a little bit you know yeah and so good on you rich for finding a quality third string quarterback
0: yeah so are you thinking i don't i also have to say i'm very disappointed in our defense letting up 42 points obviously we mentioned utah is a very tough place uh mm-hmm. to go into but after such a promising um game you know they, they basically carried us our last one against california they really dropped the ball they did for um, us.
1: i will say we did get a pick i think we had like two turnovers maybe so that was a bright spot but you know there's only so much the defense can do when you're you're holding I mean granted Utah did run all over us they, they could run it was depressing how many third and 20s and how many fourth downs they went for and they converted mm-hmm. but uh still you know I think it's it shows the f- team game aspect of football because you know even if you're a defense holding it down you can only keep up that morale so long until you're like well our offense isn't doing anything and we can't you know get pick sixes every play mm-hmm. so you know what are we really fighting for um but again you know hopefully we're going into UCLA they're 0-5 I believe they have not won a game yeah. chip kelly he is already on the hot seat yeah. uh so you know we got a arizona legions out there giving the hometown support so hopefully that'll be a nice get back on track game yeah. uh for us and sort of rewrite the ship because you know we're under 500 now hopefully with this win we'll get back to 500 and just kind of keeping us in the bowl game because then we would only need two more wins to yeah. secure
0: a bowl yeah i, I couldn't agree more and I, I say on this game upcoming against ucla start gary brightwell I, I say J.J. Taylor needs to get pulled, needs to, you know... Is Brightwell the guy with the dreads? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I He's think, a power back. I like yeah, him. I, I really like him, too. And I don't know, J.J. Taylor hasn't, you know, didn't get a single touchdown last mm-hmm. game, only uh, 4.5 uh, yards per carry on 14 carries. You know, they give him the opportunities. He's just not capitalizing. This yeah. is a game where, you know obviously we weren't close, but, you know, we could have shown a lot more effort if our running game had at least something Absolutely. Uh, to do And with,
1: with a third string quarterback, and that's when you kind of need to lean more on your running game. But exactly. if you were seeing it, Rhett was throwing, like dropping back for mostly, like I would say, 80% of the plays. Mm-hmm. So with a third stringer, that just cannot happen. And yeah. uh, I think it goes to show you it's a tough game, though, because uh, it's a tough thing that someone's faced with predicament because we don't have a strong offensive line. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, what was the other guy's name? Brightwell. Get Brightwell? Well. He's a big back. And yeah. normally big backs, they go in the offensive line, and they rely on the offensive line to like make a little bit of holes so they can push through. Mm-hmm. Arizona's offensive line isn't doing that. So I understand why someone's using the quicker, speedier back, running a lot of these outside runs to try to spring them because our offensive line – they're not making any holes. They are, they um, are, they are like what Trump wants—just a solid wall, <laughs> no holes there. No one's getting through. Um, so that's what our offensive line is. Yeah. But I understand. So it'll be tough. Like I don't know. I, I understand though. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I, I would be very concerned if I was Kevin Sumlin. I have no clue what to do.
0: Yeah. I and so uh, along with um, <clears throat> running, what, what would you say? Uh, Khalil Tate are you going to start him if he's healthy we haven't got an official word if of, like you know mm-hmm. this is a very serious injury I don't think it you know, yeah he's like, been playing through it the whole year yeah do, do you start him
1: I want to see more of Jamar. I thought they prematurely pulled Jamari they kind of did they didn't yeah. give him too much of a chance exactly and you know we know what Jamar. he's very much a a rich rock quarterback cannot mm-hmm. throw worth a darn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he missed some open receivers that I would have hit. Like yeah. it was bad. But he's got he's got crazy athlete. Remember this man was a five star recruit coming out of high school, mm-hmm. not as a quarterback, but as a potential receiver, running back, and like Alabama SEC schools are offering this kid but he really wanted to play quarterback. He wanted to stay home, so that's why he stayed at Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I think you're seeing his shortcomings though as a passer. Yeah. Really like um like he reminds me a lot of like BJ Denker, Vanilla Vic. Okay. But you know, just a little bit more yeah. caramelized. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's a little it's a tough call. I think you go with Joyner though. I think if if Khalil's not able to go, I think Jabari Joyner will still have enough in the tank. Uh, to, like, pull out a win against UCLA. So I, I'd go Jamari because, you know, as as much fun it is to see RetRod, Rod, I do not want to see Rhett Rod Rodriguez for a whole game. You know, <laughs> I really do
0: not. You know, I, I agree with you. I don't want to see RetRod the whole game, but I say regardless. If Khalil Tate is healthy, you know, he's not going to be 100% under any mm-hmm. circumstances. I say either way, if he's, like, ready to go but not 100%, don't start him. Pull some kind of scheme experiment that you do, a switch between RetRod yeah. and Joyner. Maybe oh. – Maybe just like, you know, within the same drive, you know, just like switch them out. I feel Mm. like. Throwing that kind of thing, Trip Kelly's uh, defense is not going to be yeah. able to handle. They couldn't handle anything else this season. They wouldn't be able to handle something like that. And if it doesn't work, you got Khalil as backup. And, yeah, that's you know, if they they don't even have him as backup, i say still go with that. I, f- I feel like that could be a nice, that could little, be something. nice little thing. I would to love out. to see
1: some wildcat with Jamari joining. Yeah. That would be electrifying, yeah. you know. Uh, just give him the ball and then, like just literally direct run. Just snap it and go. Um, And then, you know, switch it up. But, yeah. There's a lot of options. They're not good options. Yeah, though. yeah. They're, it's, really,
0: it's, it's not the best yeah. situation. they got to make lemonade out of lemons somehow. Yeah.
1: Well, I, they're more like trying to make lemonades out of rocks right now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll see what we can do.
0: I'm glad you thought that was so funny. <laughs> know, I'm sorry. Okay, so, um, yeah, now Oregon is ranked number 12, and we'll have them oh. after UCLA. <laughs> that homecoming homecoming football uh, game is not looking too pretty for find, us right find now. Find the
1: pillows to bury your face in yeah. and just get ready. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's a coming. <laughs> <laughs> and There's nothing you can do to stop it. It is not asking for any consent at all. <laughs> it's going, um, but just you gotta be careful with Oregon. Uh, they just had that upset win over Washington. It was a close one, though. I don't. I think it's a classic s- scenario of Nick Foles. Uh, U of A, like, if you remember that, where we got all the way up into the top 10. Mm -hmm. I think we were number 8. And then, you know, everyone was like, okay, they're just hot. They're not actually this good of a team. I think that's the same case with Oregon they've got. um, From what I was looking at, some NFL draft boards, the potential number one overall pick, not because he's the best player, but because he's the best quarterback um, at Oregon. I forgot his name, but... He's supposed to be pretty touted, yeah. but I think it's just a scenario like that. They're not the same Oregon team that we're used to. Yeah. So I think, you know, let's get over UCLA, get some momentum, get some confidence, homecoming, you know. Yeah. Um but I'll we'll be rooting for him. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say we'll be all right. I don't I don't think Oregon will be as tough. As people, I mean, I don't think it'll be easy either. They'll still probably be favored, but yeah. I don't think it'll be as impossible of a feat as people are saying.
0: All right. Well, I'm, I'm giving us the for-sure loss on that one. <laughs> two, two, two weeks out, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Um, we are not going to beat Oregon for our homecoming football game. I, I will be rooting for us all the way, though. But um, just a quick shout-out. If anybody wants to call in, if you want your opinion heard on Brody and Eric Super Sports radio show here on 1570 AM Camp Radio, call in. 5206215806 is our number that is 5206215806 if you want to yeah. call in and uh, give your opinion ask any questions you want um, about absolutely anything We'd uh,
1: love to hear it but now let's kind of Brody let's let's break down the rest of this season. We did this last week I think it was very good. So right now we are sitting at a not so pretty 3 and 4 and then we've got UCLA, UCLA this week. UCLA is actually favored over us. No way. 62.2% to 37.8%. They did get a win. Okay, so they are a win, but still. I mean, that's a little disheartening. Yeah. I thought we were favored. They so beat
0: you, Cal 37-7. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they got some momentum going into this Chip one. Hopefully Chip Kelly, and Kelly hasn't figured it out. That. Yeah. So
1: anyways, we're, UCLA, I, I'm going to give us the win, but even though ESPN doesn't. So yeah. let's say we win UCLA, we get back to 4-4. Four and four. Oregon, uh, you're giving them the loss, yeah, and ESPN is them. also giving us the loss. So let's say we're back at 4-5. and five. Colorado. Uh, it's a pretty even. Mm-hmm. They say Colorado fifty-one percent, us forty-eight. I'm gonna give us the win in Colorado. So at that point, <laughs> we're we're five and five, right? We're even. We're dead even. And then we only need to win one more game, either Washington, Washington State, State. is State. ranked?
0: What the heck?
1: Uh, yeah, and they're projected to kick oh, us Oh,
0: they are going to kick our butt. So, guys, honestly. I called that preseason. You remember that. Before we even started, I said we're not yeah. going to be able to go and. ASU's and ASU
1: is projected to beat, to beat us. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if the season breaks out like ESPN is say- saying it, we will barely win one more game and not make a bowl. So, let's w- Would you want
0: Kevin Sumlin as a coach? I'm not saying, like, if you were in the position to fire him, you would. Would you still want Kevin Sumlin as a coach? if we don't make a bowl game this year.
1: I think after one year it's oddly presumptuous to kick him out. He hasn't had his players. He hasn't really gotten to implement his scheme. I say yeah, keep so him going. So you're still
0: happy with Kevin Sumlin I'm still on the, the Kevin
1: Sumlin train. Yeah. I want him to see him get his players. I have faith if we ride out Kevin Sum like we gave Mike Stoop eight years. <laughs> like let's give Kevin Sumlin three or four hey. before we pull the plug.
0: Hey, I mean, if we pull the plug on Kevin Sumlin, Mike Stoops is now out of his job at Oklahoma. We yeah. can we can scoop him back up, return to the glory days. I guess so, but I, <laughs> I'm sure I Willie Tui Tom got a little brother we, that yeah. Mike
1: Stoops was just ahead of the game. He he foresaw Polynesian quarterbacks before they were a big Hon- deal.
0: Honestly, honestly. but
1: uh, anyways, I I'd say. Let's ride out with Kevin Sumlin, I think at least until we graduate. So we'll give him at least three years uh, and see what he can do once he gets his players. And his name, regardless of how Arizona finishes, his name still
0: carries a lot of weight. What, what does His name doesn't bring wins, though. Like, but his name <laughs> will bring prospects, which will bring wins. Okay. Well. Oh! oh! We, we, <laughs> we got a call. All right. Hello there. How, how's it going? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I, I'm good. Who's calling today? Who is this? Um uh it's Doug. Doug, how are you doing today, Doug? I uh, I I am good. How are you? I'm I'm doing fantastic. What's your question or comment? Um uh <laughs> I have a question. All right, what um is it? with with the uh, NBA season approaching, mm-hmm. um
1: what are your predictions for uh Rookie of the Year champion and uh MVP?
0: Okay, awesome. Thank you. That's a great question. Doug, is there anything else you have for us?
1: Um, uh, yes, uh, I would like to ask you to sing Sarah McLaughlin's Angel.
0: <laughs> I would also like to hear that. You know, that might happen. All right, um, thank okay, you. Okay, yes, that's it. Thank you, guys. All right, yeah, thank you, Doug. Um, great caller, Doug. Um, oh, I, I, I'm not going to sing Sarah McLachlan's <laughs> I don't Angel. Know the, I don't know the song. See, that's the, um, like ASPCA, like the, the child, not child, um, pet, like, protection, like, um, oh, more like the all the issues shows all the, the abused dogs. dogs yeah, yeah, the sad puppy dogs. Um Yeah, that might not happen. Okay, predictions for NBA. How about what well, we'll we have an NBA segment reserved uh later in the show. We'll get into yeah, uh slow your roll there, yeah, Doug. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into uh yeah, opening night is tomorrow though. But yeah, we'll get into insane. that. We'll get into that later. Um thank you so much for that call, Doug. Um catch us back in a half an hour talking about um nba but any more on arizona football eric
1: i mean i think you know we just gotta be positive let's just hope for the bowl now it's crazy how one week got us down so much about u of a football but yeah you know uh, this loss from utah i think kind of checked us all back up in the uh, into the like back on back on earth and so we gotta get back to it hopefully let's just go into ucla get this dub and yeah but i don't know that's about all i got for uh For U of A football today, Brody, I think we're good.
0: All right, awesome. Then we will transition to professional football. NFL Week 6 is concluding. Uh, tonight, obviously, with Monday Night Football, but um, it's been, it was kind of a, it was kind of actually a predictable week, I'd yeah. say, for um, NFL. I mean, your Colts lost uh, to the, Cl- to the yeah, Jets. Uh, I don't know. Do, do you want to speak on that at all? Yeah, or? I mean, Andrew Luck
1: said, yeah, we have a lot of work to go. It's a like, lot no, of work. no no crap, dude. Like, are you 1-5 um, now? Uh, I think, yeah, 1-5. So, you know, I mean, a couple of them have been overtime games, so they've been close, but I think, you know, the Colts are kind of doing what they thought. Andrew Luck's still looking good, but we're just young. We're a rebuilding team. I think this will give us a solid draft pick, though. Um, hopefully, you know, top five draft pick and you can kind of bounce back, I think. I wouldn't be too weary, but I would just kind of let's, like, you know, maybe turn the page on this season, Colts fans, and pray for that good draft pick and see where we go from there.
0: Man, that sounds very reminiscent of what you've said the past two seasons. as okay. <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> you can go screw yourself <laughs> You know I might. Oh god, <laughs> ew. Ew, no thank you. The, the, the Seattle Seahawks absolutely reamed uh, the Oakland Raiders 27 to 3. Is it safe to say that John Gruden experiment is um, a failure or they're a 1 in 5? You were very
1: quick to judgment.
0: <laughs> well, I mean like the 1 in 5 he he, had, he was very optimistic. They had a he inherited a very good team obviously. He wasn't the one that uh got rid of Khalil Mack. That was more of a front office decision. I heard by, it
1: was more him actually.
0: Oh really? I mean, I people point to him because he's the coach, but it's his first year on that's uh, as the Raiders. I don't yeah. think they gave him that kind of responsibility.
1: I thought that was a huge mistake from yeah. the beginning, kind of doomed the season. I mean, there are I I did read this thing on ESPN though where it's a heavy um pass like heavy it's like a deep pass rusher draft this upcoming one. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what they're thinking Cleo Max a lot of money on the books. They just paid Derek Carr so you know, mm-hmm. that's basically and like fifty percent of your salary cap tied up in two players, so I can understand why they did it, but uh you know I give John Gruden the chance you know he's signed that ten year hundred million dollar contract, so mm-hmm. you might as well you know I think it'd be really sad to just drop him after the first year he's like got <laughs> he's got part stake in the Raiders now, so yeah. it's like um we'll see how it goes but i'm i'm ho- I'm hopeful I'm a John Gruden fan. I thought he was a great announcer, and I'm hoping he'll bounce <laughs> back as a coach, but um you know Derek Carr honestly he had that Brief moment of shine. They went all in on him, paid him a huge contract, and now mm-hmm. he's looking. I don't know. Just Could, not couldn't so.
0: throw a single touchdown yeah. pass against the the former Legion of Boom, who's now butt cheeks. The, so yeah, you know, the Seattle Seahawks defense.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like I just don't really know um, if Derek Carr's the answer. He's had back to he's been injury prone, and he's kind of just mm-hmm. been back to back. So we'll see if he can bounce back. But I'd say the issues are more on the the roster than on John Gruden, anyways. Okay.
0: Fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, maybe John Gruden. I was too quick to judge. Shouldn't get sacked. Um, The Rams, though, we both predicted for them to be in the uh, um, Super Bowl. They got another win. Barely scraping yeah. by uh, Case Keenum and the Denver Broncos, who are now 2-4. and four. What a disappointing yeah, season. Yeah, well, I mean, I could have told you this. Yeah. Case
1: Keenum, that was like, he had a he had a brief moment of glory, and I think, you know, everyone got yeah. a little hyped. I, I could have told you this was going to happen. But Honestly. shout out to the Rams. Jared Goff didn't do anything for me in fantasy this week, but he did just enough to win his team the game. Mm-hmm. So that was a good matchup for him. But now let's move on. This was a good game, this one that you got right up here. It was yeah. the Chiefs with the Patriots. The Kansas
0: City Chiefs and the Patriots. Um, Tom Brady handed... Uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs, their first loss of the season, they were our other pick uh, to be in the Super Bowl last week. It was a great game. It was. 43-40. I'm telling you, the Chiefs would be surefire um, Super Bowl winners if they had a defense. But I think they have the worst defense in the NFL. Yeah. I I mean, I know it's Tom Brady and the Patriots, but they were just looking like middle schoolers out there. Um, yeah, Mahomes threw two interceptions, not uh, not not the not too great, but four touchdowns. Tom Brady only had uh, one touchdown. They did a lot on the run. I wasn't totally impressed by watching Tom Brady's highlights of this game. He, he was doing a lot of short passes yeah. and then, uh, receivers kind of doing most of the leg. He's work. getting older. Yeah, he is getting older. Threw a, a, f- a few nice passes, obviously, but great game. Um, I, I still see... Chiefs. I don't know when it gets down. Is the playoff if, Patriots
1: are another animal though?
0: Exactly. Like if they meet in the AFC Championship, mm-hmm. boy, I'm scared for um Mahomes. Yeah. They and, just
1: need to the get Chiefs. there. Honestly, Brady just needs to get there, and he always turns it on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I I still like the Chiefs Rams as my as my matchup in the Super Bowl, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, really interesting stuff. The NFL is kind of picking up. We're getting in the mid season, yeah. and so that's kind of the depressing fan depressing. Oh my goodness the depressing part for some fans because mm-hmm. like you know in the beginning everyone can be optimistic but when you start getting in the six seven eight game range you really start to see okay has my team got a shot are they do they not have a shot or you know so you're kind of seeing the teams sort of weed themselves out yeah. and you know it's not always looking good for half the league basically if you're a fan of them but mm-hmm. you know good draft class coming up and that's like kind of the sad part of an nfl fan is when it's week six and you're already looking forward towards the draft
0: yeah honestly um I, yeah, I, I feel bad for you as a Colts fan, Eric. I'm, I'm it's very rough. sorry. I also uh, want to
1: say, shout. Out, uh, I feel I apologize to Jacob Beach. The Cardinals are getting the work this yeah. year. Uh, you mm. know, it's it's too bad. Larry Fitzgerald, you would love to see him go out a winner. I've heard rumors of them trading him maybe just to Ooh. get him one season, just, just to do him a favor and, like, mm one seat, like maybe even a Minnesota, his hometown team, like mm-hmm. that, you know, is was or at least was supposed to be a good yeah. Super Bowl pick. I mean, they're not doing so great at three, two and one, but yeah. I've heard rumors of like just sending him their hometown team, try to get him in the Super Bowl one last time, maybe try to get him a ring, but I don't know. It's it's a mix as a Larry Fitzgerald fan, I would like to see him, but as like a semi Cardinals, like onlooker,
0: I would really hate to see it. Yeah, I could see him maybe um Fitzgerald went to Pitt as a <clears throat> Um, college yeah. um, receiver, I, I could see him going to the Steelers. Maybe adding a, a little boost to a Roethlisberger. They they actually got the win uh, this past week against their rival, the Cincinnati Bengals, twenty eight uh, to twenty one. There, you know, they were at a god awful start to the season. They're kind of picking their yeah, way back. Yeah, on like Bell the Steelers, coming back next week. Yeah, I feel like the Steelers always kind of um, find their. I think they actually have a bye next week. Exactly. And, that and was and like then, yeah. that was like the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming back. Yeah, and so. Um, I, yeah, I think the Steelers, they always find a way to creep back into the playoff picture in some way. So I wouldn't count them out uh, quite yet. Shout out to uh, Gabe Eller. It's too bad Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills got injured. They had to put in um, Peterman, Nathan Peterman, um, and he blew trunks uh, uh, all over uh, Not the, surprising the Bills' chances of uh, beating the Texans um, in Houston. So yeah, Deshaun Watson led them to win. They're now 3-3, three and three, had a little bit higher expectations. As always, the Texans never Uh, Yeah, the ASC
1: South, there was a brief moment when it looked like everyone was on the come-up like the Colts were dominating that division for a little bit then the Texans looked like they were coming up last year then the Titans but uh you know it's definitely the Jaguars division to lose at this point but you know it's really weird how the NFL season's going but you know keep mm. on our eyes on that but we still got a long season to go yeah. so
0: yeah we really do and uh just a quick shout out if you have any questions <coughs> comments about the NFL whatsoever please call in uh right now at 520-621-5806 we'd uh, really appreciate um, your topical NFL banter uh, to go alongside with us. Right now the 49ers are actually beating uh, the Packers in Green Bay uh, 7 to nothing. The 1-4 and four. Yeah. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers, you know, Packers 2-2-1. Two, two and one. Um, C.J. Bethard um, of the 49ers. Uh, let him down the field, and Matt Breda. I don't even recognize any of these (laughs) these names on the San Francisco 49ers. I I, I wish uh, Garoppolo could have had his chances here to – He got hurt, right? Yeah, he did get hurt. I think he tore his ACL, so Uh, he's out. out. I know he's out for the season. Yeah, you Uh, hate to see it. Yeah, you do hate to see it. But, um, yeah, other than that, is is there much? Oh, um, actually – A weird stat I saw, Brock Osweiler, he uh, started for the Miami Dolphins. Really? um, This past week. Did uh,
1: Tannehill get hurt or did they just bench him?
0: I think they. um, He got hurt. I'm I'm pretty sure he got hurt. And um, so they had Brock Osweiler and obviously acquired him uh, this season. Ended up beating the Bears. Really? 31 to 20. Who would have thought a a Brock Osweiler led offense? And a weird stat that I saw was um, the three times. Brock Osweiler has debuted for a team. Um, it's been against the Bears, and he's three and zero. There you go. So, so I feel bad for Chicago fans, yeah, but for Bear. some reason, Brock's got a chip on his shoulder against, against the Bears. Yeah, against the Bears, and he always ends up winning. So yeah, Khalil Mack uh, couldn't stop. But Mitch Trubisky still did um, enough. You know, not not quite enough, but got three touchdowns, only one interception. So um, definitely wasn't Trubisky's fault. Still rolling through the season. Um, but, yeah, with that being said, we will jump to a, uh, a quick commercial break. A quick commercial break. Yeah, um, and we'll be right back on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio with Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show.
1: Whether this weekend or any weekend, Dusk Music Festival reminds you to drink responsibly. Never get behind the wheel after even one drink and always plan your ride home in advance of a night out dusk coming up november 10th and 11th at downtown tucson's armory park has partnered with sunlink and in partnership with herbert residential the streetcar will be completely free on saturday and sunday and running later than usual on sunday to get to and from this year's festival which benefits local charity partners like the children's museum of tucson the nonprofit historic rialto theater and the armory park neighborhood association
0: Brody and Eric Super Sports Show. <laughs> Welcome back to Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio and to all those listening on camp.arizona.edu as well as any of our podcasting platforms. It is 5:26 on this beautiful October 15th evening. Uh, we are going to dive into some Red and Blue game so dive right in. Dive right in. Uh, the uh, University of Arizona, just right down the street at McHale Center, uh, the Red versus Blue game. It's a um, annual tradition uh, where they. You love to see you, it. You love to see it. They showcase all the new players. Oh, we got a call uh, coming in. We'll just take that right now. Hello, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Who, who's calling? Brian. Brian, um, what, what's your question or uh, comment for us?
1: All right, so my question is, who do you think is a better quarterback, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Ooh, a okay, that, that, that's
0: a good, uh, debatable topic. Is that all you have for us, Brian? It is. All right, awesome. Thank you for calling in, Brian. We really appreciate that. Oh, so, that's well, a tale as old yeah, as time. Yeah, we can jump uh, back to some NFL uh, right now. So Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers. I want to hear your thoughts on this first, Eric. Ah. Uh,
1: I, I really, I don't know. I, I wish, I wish. I, Brian gave us a little bit more. I right now, <laughs> I would say Tom Brady just overall his career. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has only won one Super Bowl, only been to one, so he's yeah. one and one. But Brady, you know, has won five, been to what eight? Yeah. So you know, just on that alone, I gotta give it to Brady. Brady's got a lot more records, um, and just the way he's been able to dominate the league. You know, Rodgers is great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he just caught it a little too late like brady over retire but then aaron rodgers might only have one or two good years left also mm-hmm. so i think you know right now i would say aaron rodgers is the best quarterback in the league but overall in terms of overall career i'm giving it to brady
0: yeah i i don't i would disagree with the point that um aaron rodgers is the best in the league right now i say tom brady is still the best in the league i know he's old but i say Take just knowing he's been around for a while and obviously his age as a number out of it. You you couldn't tell a difference between. Uh,
1: I would say right now it's Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers for the top and then Brady's third.
0: Whoa. Just the way they're performing, uh, the way he's performing? No, Drew Brees, like I know he just got that record and everything, but that's another overall career thing. I, I say Tom Brady just statistically, he's, I don't know, he's, he's above everyone. Just watch him play. He dominates. The that's, field. That's true. Um, I don't know.
1: I'd say Aaron Rodgers, but, yeah, good question. I don't yeah. know. I'm Team Aaron.
0: All right. I'm, I'm Team Tom. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Brian, for uh, bringing us, swinging us back to NFL. If you guys out there, any other listeners have any more questions for us, please call in at 520-621-5806. Um, but we'll continue. Oh, oh we we're right another, back oh, on we, it. We got another call. Hello. Who's, who's, uh, who's with us today? Who is this? <laughs> This is Reed. Reed, how are you doing today, Reed? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, what's your question for us?
1: My question is, um, how well do you think Bueller is going to pitch in today's game? Oh, okay. I um, like
0: that some baseball some, talk. Some, some some baseball talk. Is it's that, already
1: started, but
0: yeah, it it has already started. Is, there, is that all you have for us today, Reed?
1: Um, yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for your question. Um, Reed, So, yeah, Bueller, the, um, well, uh, you know, a rising star from the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. We are going to get into some MOB postseason um, talk right after uh, we talk about um, some basketball. So let's so, pocket that because yeah, we got to well, get to Doug's question. Yeah, too. We, we do have to get to Doug's question, too, on, um, regarding the NBA. Uh, So thank you so much, Reed, uh, for that question. Um, But, yeah, we'll dive into (laughs) the red-blue game. Uh, Were you at the game, Aaron? I
1: unfortunately was not. I'm actually having an issue with my tickets. Like, I don't know why. Like, it didn't give me the notification on my email to, like, Pre-register and I signed up for the the blue or the better pa- you know mm-hmm. the basketball pass. So I'm a little concerned if uh, you know it doesn't let me know about. like I don't really care about these exhibition games, but if I don't get the notification for like regular season mm-hmm. games, I'm gonna have to call somebody yeah. to let them know what's up. But yeah, that's
0: really too bad. Um, shout out to Brandy Bowen for uh, bringing me because I slept through that email, and then, um, yeah, the next day. I got the email, but I was just too late. It to, to, said it was sold out for uh, Zona Zoo. Shout-out to Brandy Bowen for bringing uh, me. It was a. Uh, it was actually one of the worst red and blue games I've had. not good. I, yeah. I
1: caught it on Pac-12. It was not very eventful. Yeah, the,
0: the uh, slam dunk contest was um, abysmal. Yeah.
1: You know what I I will take away? I didn't even see that, but the game was really close. I don't know if the offense sucks or the defense great. Yeah, it was but only like
0: 30 points.
1: Yeah, from. but the one cool thing is uh, shout-out to Marlo McElroy, Chase Jeter was getting so much airtime. <laughs> oh, They're yeah. like, Chase Jeter's the new leader of this team. Oh, yeah. He's like, all oh, this, this, that. Like, he might be the focal point. So, you know, I mean, just I was crapping on Marlo and all of the Chase Jeter stuff. But hey, girl, like, secure the bag. Like, <laughs> this guy's gonna be putting in that much work. So, uh, really looking forward to big things out of Chase Jeter. Obviously, the Duke transfer. So, if he was good yeah. enough for Mike Shishovsky. He should be good enough for Sean Miller at Arizona. So, really keeping an eye on Chase Jeter, and he was moving real well. Like, it was up to our guards to find him but he was pick and rolling, screening, mm-hmm. pinning down and he was wide open. Yeah, So I could really see if our guards just kind of learn to play with him more and stuff. He could really be an asset. Not like DeAndre and like but remember this kid was a five-star recruit, highly touted. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the, the I was very impressed by um Chase Jeter. I think he grabbed 14 boards in 21 minutes, which yeah. is uh pretty good and he, you know, he didn't have much uh competition. That's that's what I didn't realize going into this game. I knew we lost DeAndre and Dusan Ristich, but now our size is just the tot- center depth yeah it's a totally different dynamic this year because Chase
1: um, G is like 6'10 uh, he's yeah, more of a powerful he's power the tallest for- guy on the team yeah, and including
0: then, like walk-ons we don't even have like some yeah. tall walk-on to like practice with or yeah. something that um, w- would help him or anything so I, I, Ira Lee was on him most of the most of the night and I don't know. I wasn't very impressed with, like, Ira Leo. Yeah, honestly. Ira
1: didn't really he, put and, out.
0: And he seemed kind of, like, mad in the game. Like, he was putting, like, almost two. You want to see some com- competitiveness in the red and blue game, but it's like, oh, fun. They're all on the same team. And he was, like, getting emotional out really? there. Uh, well, at least I noticed. And he was, like, yelling at the referees and oh stuff like that. Man. I was like, Ira, chill yeah. out. I, I know you've had a frustrating offseason, yeah. but uh, I don't think that was the He's best He's gone a little to, too long without it, some it, confidence. Yeah, honestly. I, I think he needs to uh, – you know, I can't imagine if we're, like, up in Tempe in that kind of atmosphere. He's just yeah. going to start socking some people. Seriously. It was um,
1: crazy um, to speak on that. And I heard something uh, on, like, the Pac-12 but from, you know, more credible sources than us. Uh-huh. They're not mm-hmm. even sure Ira's going to start. They're thinking really? Chase at the four and then the tall, white center. Oh, the n- uh, transfer. Luther? Yeah, Luther, the mm-hmm. one who, like, hit that last second three. They're yeah. thinking.
0: He looks nice. He does look nice. <laughs> no, I'm a fan of Luther. <laughs> yeah.
1: he, they're thinking him at the five. Or okay. or switch yeah. vice versa. So one, you know, so like you know, Jeter, the the great rebounder inside, mm-hmm. and Luther kind of stretch the floor, which I think is really exciting. We haven't had yeah. a big who legi- like DeAndre could shoot the three a little, but this yeah. guy is very much like a Justin Anderson type. Like he is a sh- he's a shooter. Ryan Anderson. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Because I. I, he's kind of like Lowry Markkinen without the inside game yeah
1: yeah. So, so I think it's really interesting so that combo and then mm-hmm. you know our guards uh, sort of I really like Dutrieve too the freshman oh yeah he, I don't think
0: he'll start but he, he looked good yeah he, he definitely won't start he was looking a little scrawny out there but yeah. I respected the red t-shirt under yeah. the jersey I was like, <laughs> like I, little, I he had got a nice you. throw down too yeah 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 so. and he he tried to participate in the slam dunk contest and he, he had he was the most like potential like he had a lot of promising like he was doing some athletic stuff just couldn't put the ball Dang, in the basket. Or also, yeah. I, be, I bet he would have won that. Yeah, thing small he had guys, some creative stuff. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So we'll see. Uh, I don't really know. We kind of got to get to everyone's questions, so let's not yeah. spend too much time. But let's roll out a starting lineup okay. just really quick for uh, U of A. So you want to go first, Brody, or do you want me? Yeah, to sure. I'll, I'll go first. Right.
0: I so, say um, you got to start Brandon Williams, um, the freshman. He was looking like a junior out there. I say for the red and blue game, he looked experienced. He looked good. He was draining threes. Um, throwing down. I will say that's one thing though. We have no shooters on this team, really. I mean, Dylan Smith. We were bricking James a Ryan. lot of shots. Yeah, don't. It, it was a little. But Chase Jeter yeah. looked a lot more refined um, with his post moves than I. I believe so. I'm putting Brandon yeah. Williams at the one. Uh-huh. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Acord. I think at, at the, the two. Really at the two. Yes. Okay. And then I'm gonna, or maybe. He caught, even though he's more of a guard, I, I'll put him at the three and Brandon Randolph. Yeah, that him. was what I was thinking. Yeah, and then um, the four, I'm still going to, d- despite like the sources that you may have heard, I'm going to put Ira Lee at the four. He's got okay. experience. Um, and then at the five, put in Chase Jeter. Okay. That's, that's my starting lineup. All right.
1: I, I think we're almost on the same. Brandon Williams, I think it's going to be tough. Brandon Williams really going to make a mark. You know, he was sort of like touted. I think he was a top 50 player recruit coming in. Yeah. But wasn't like a, a for sure fire one and yeah. done. Whereas, like, next year we got Nico Mannion and the kid from uh, Australia coming in. Yep. Those guys are considered one Green. and done. Yeah, yeah they're like – so Brandon Williams really got to make his spot known where, yeah. you know, if he doesn't go this year, he'll have to accept probably a backup role yeah, next year. Yeah, he's not and, then, starting next year. and try to work. So he's got to really – time's on the clock for him. But I, I will go Brandon Williams. Brandon Randolph at the two. You know, I've heard from our boy in Delta Sega, mm-hmm. uh, um a basketball manager, um, <clears throat> that – uh, Brandon Randolph, <clears throat> excuse me, he was so touted as a shooter coming in. We didn't really see that last year, but apparently his shot is looking nice. Really? Uh, so I put him at the two, and then I'm going to go ACOT at the three. I think, you know, yeah. Emmanuel ACOT, he's six seven, which is, you know, good enough in college to be uh, the three, 600, 200 pounds. So enough uh, there. And then I will say um, Jeter at the four, and then uh, Luther Um, Ryan Luther at the 5. The thing – or no, sorry, switch that. Ryan Luther at the 4 because he's 6'9", and Uh then Chase Jeter. You'll uh, love to see that. Yeah, it's 6'10". One shout I do want to give, though, is to Jake – De Harding de, de, yeah, DeJardins. DeJardins. I've seen him walking around, and he always seemed like a nice guy. He like would wait, and he's not a typical basketball player. He got a scholarship. Really? Yeah, he he's was awa- on scholarship. He now? was awarded a scholarship. No, I I I didn't believe it That's either. That's I didn't <laughs> believe it either, but they they said he got announced as a scholarship. I
0: swear to God, I feel like this kid's been around for like seven years, and it says he would, he's a junior. Yeah. Like I don't I don't believe that. Well, Jake DeJardins. I know we've had a lot of tall, lanky white kids as <laughs> as walk-ons on our Bench, but yeah. Jake DeJardin's has literally been around. This has to be his fourth year I at don't least, know, and man, they say he's, he's a junior. Got, he's, I, he's I, he's I am on disappointed the in Sean Miller. I like it. One. I like the move. I don't dude. like the move. That's a bad move. He's not going to get any <laughs> playing time. Give it to me. I, 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 I would do. I would be more productive. And get out of here faster than Jake Desjardins. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Well, I kind of liked it. I thought it was nice because right, yeah, he gesture. always seemed like a nice kid. Yeah. So uh, that's our U of A talk. But yeah. I think we got to cruise right on over yeah. to the the players who are legally getting paid. Oh,
0: oh well, let's uh, back up one second I'll on that. One stop, so, yeah, so the it, it word broke um, that – or somebody testified in court. I don't think they revealed exactly who it is, but somebody testified in – or maybe they said exactly who it is, but they're like not – very relevant that they testified in court that DeAndre Ayton was paid one hundred thousand dollars as a junior in high school. But they school. didn't say
1: it was from Arizona. They
0: didn't say it was from Arizona. They said it was from an Adidas representative, mm-hmm. which is like kind of mind-boggling because it would make sense if it was like a Nike representative. And Arizona is obviously a, a Nike, school. a long-time Nike school, or maybe he signed with Adidas. After he left, but he know, for the draft, keep yeah. signed with Puma. Did him dirty? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I've heard a lot of like conspiracies. Like maybe it was still Sean Miller, and he did it through. Like I don't, I don't. I'm not suggesting this is true. But somebody said that it was through Sean Miller, and he did it through an Adidas rep, so it would look like, oh, there's no way Arizona's affiliated with anything Adidas. Mm-hmm. So how would how would that go through Sean Miller? So he like did some under-the-table mob scheme yeah. stuff. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Sean Miller
1: does look a little bit like a mobster. He,
0: he looks like he could be in Goodfellas or something he does, like honestly. that. So I I don't know. I've heard a couple things. Eric, I want to hear it from you. Do you think Arizona was involved in deandre and stop yeah
1: no we were not we were clean we we're a clean program okay. this could be the bias to me free book richardson i know his son he's free a good book. guy yeah. free book he doesn't deserve this it's garbage what they're doing to him let him go arizona is free of this you mm-hmm. ruined our season you got rid of sharif from us even though he can't really play anyways but still i could have been seeing shack every game <laughs> screw you espn and i hate uh all y'all so yeah arizona 100 percent
0: all I got to say, yeah, say is retweet. All right, just wanted to float that out there, let, let you know. But, yeah, we will move on from Arizona basketball news now into the National Basketball Association. Yes, love There's to see been it. some Timberwolves drama, Eric. Oh, my Jimmy goodness. Butler, we already kind of touched on this. He uh, allegedly <clears throat> slept with Carl Anthony Towns' girl. There was a lot of tension. He, he, he kind of just wants to be traded out of uh, Minnesota, doesn't like Tom Thibodeau um, anymore. Oh, does. we don't
1: know. No, we've heard that's not the problem. They have a strong relationship. It's like his relationship with yeah. the— I I heard now. Oh, really? Now, 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 it's just
0: like since all this drama has happened, he just like wants out of Minnesota. So now that relationship has been um, fractured. He walked in. So the more breaking news kind of or within the past week, uh, Jimmy Butler walked into uh, practice. For the Timberwolves Were holding And it was not Necessarily expected And he just kind of Started going off On everybody Well
1: to clarify They were doing a scrimmage Mm -hmm. And Jimmy Butler Literally put himself On the team With all the end of the bench The third
0: stringers Third
1: stringers Literally guys Who might not even Make the team And went off On the starters Like they Dominated the starters he from did. all reports, and then after he's like, "You effing need me, you yeah. effing this," and like cursing out Tom Thibodeau, cursing out the GM, cursing exactly. out the owners, and like really letting know management, like, "Yo, you're trying to trade me, or you know, you're trying to do all this, like, whatever. Like, do you see what you are without me?" Mm-hmm. So I think he made his point. You know, there's a lot of debate of did he handle it the right way? No, but do I love it? Yes, it yeah. was it was great. The, it was yeah. awesome.
0: Half of NBA is basketball; the other half is drama. Yeah, and and you love to see this. Because yeah, I, I think. I, w- people call Carl Anthony Towns like his one drawback. You know, he's got the shy. He's got some good post moves. They they say he's too soft. And I say this kind of confirms it. If he's not going to stick, this is his team. Mm-hmm. He was drafted to this team. He's been here longer. He needs to stick up for himself. All yeah. right, If he's just standing there with like a a numb face and letting – Uh, Jimmy Butler curse him out and curse the entire uh, Minnesota Timberwolves organization out and just let it happen. There's no reports of him retaliating whatsoever. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is soft. Somebody's got to stick up, and I I don't know if I'm necessarily saying that because he actually needs to stick up or I just want some more, (laughs) some Uh some kind of feud drama, but somebody's got to stick up to uh, Jimmy Butler because he's making a, a muck of um, whatever that organization is right now.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, that's kind of going on. That's drama. But, you know, we got tip-off and uh, the start of the season, thank goodness, mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. And it's going to be really exciting. Um, but, yeah, what else do we got on the Yeah,
0: uh, Richard Jefferson announced his uh, retirement this, uh, yeah. uh, a couple days ago. Uh, he posted on Instagram a, a beautiful tribute uh, to his late father um, and just kind of said, you know, he's been in the league 17 years. Uh, obviously, former Arizona Wildcat, uh, given big contributions back to the university. We have uh, Richard Jefferson. Yeah, played uh, in. It's a nice gym. Yeah, it, it's a great gym. Shout out to the uh, Sean Miller basketball yeah. camp. Um, and so. Lou
1: Dolson before, the OG. Mm-hmm. And then of when it was weirdly you. the Russ Pennell basketball camp <laughs> yeah. for that yeah. weird time.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think anyone went to yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it was oh, never yeah. the Kevin O'Neal. Yeah. Yeah. We all would have been paid to go. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um but, yeah, Richard Jefferson retiring. Uh, do you have any good uh, memories of Richard Jefferson's career? Not
1: really. See, that was always <laughs> – it was a little bit before my time before I really – We're not knew. even interested
0: in Arizona, but overall. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, that one monster dunk you put on Clay Thompson recently yeah, was pretty dope. That was uh, awesome. You play with them on 2K as the Nets, just like that – crucial six man to their title run they didn't win but they Mm -hmm. got there uh so you know he's definitely you know in a 17 year career even if he wasn't a dominant star Mm -hmm. to be in the league that long is something to be uh admired and respected so shout out to Richard Jefferson um but yeah I think we kind of have to answer Doug's original question let's do it showing respect to Doug uh and then kind of wrap this up because man we have had one heck of a show today we're coming up on it
0: we really have um so yep.
1: his question was what?
0: MVP, uh, yeah, like, like MVP, all the awards? Yeah, all, all the awards. Let's do MVP, Rookie of the Year. And uh, yeah. this is a way way too early. Yeah, way way too early. MVP rookie of the year, and what what you choose one?
1: Uh, probably coach. Of the, just the big one. Coach. So, of the year, yeah. Uh, we'll just do all like the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> so the MVP. I'm gonna give it to Giannis. I think he really showed potential. And like you know, the Warriors have so much more talent now. I think it's just there's not gonna be enough touches. LeBron. Maybe moving to the LA. The storyline's good, but I'm gonna say Giannis number one for me MVP.
0: You awesome. know. You know. I think I chose um. I think I chose Giannis as uh as clean la- or uh, not as clean as um MVP last year and he really he really pooped the bed. Yeah. You know, I I you know you see him as this athletic obviously the Greek freak um an athletic superstar but I don't I don't think Giannis is going to do it. You got to be yeah. on a, on and If you are about to team. do what I think you're going to do. I'm going to Well, be you know I, I you know what kind of prediction I do have. I have a prediction for uh, rookie of okay, the year. And you, and you know you know who I got. I got home Yeah, you guessed it. I got Mo Bamba at Rookie of the Year for the Orlando Magic. He's going to absolutely kill it out there. I've, I've already played with him. I think it was against you in 2K. Yeah, he's, um, You were DeAndre Eaton. I was Mo Bamba, and Mo Bamba absolutely smacked him. Yeah. He's too lengthy. He's too athletic. He's too strong. Mo Bamba's getting Rookie of the Year this year. I'm sorry, DeAndre Eaton. Uh, you'll get MVP one of these years coming up, but Mo Bamba's okay. got it.
1: I would say for my rookie, I'm, I'm still give it to... Uh, I'm gonna still give it to DeAndre. I think he's got it going on. Okay. Just because Mobama's not even projected to be a starter with the Magic, <laughs> and you gotta have like enough touches. So I'm giving DeAndre. Yeah. Who's your MVP though?
0: My MVP. You know I'm he. He's bringing back the Showtime oh. to Los Angeles. I got it. He's, he's got too much ice in his veins right now. I, he was out there dancing with uh, Travis Scott and Drake to Sicko Mode yeah. at the LA show. LeBron James is my right. mo, my most valuable player of. Uh, of the 2020, yeah, I, I could see season. that. I could,
1: I could see that. So mm-hmm. yeah, you heard it here. Either uh, LeBron James or Giannis. That's probably the move. Yeah. So rookie of the year, I got DeAndre. You mm-hmm. got Mo Bamba. Foolishly, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, let's go. Um,
1: let's go. Six man of the year.
0: Six man of the year. Hmm. I don't. I, well. Um, Jamal Crawford just got signed to the uh, Suns on a one-year contract, yeah, so. and he's al- he's always on the the watch list for yeah. six man of the year, no matter where he goes. I, I I don't have better insight. It seems like six man of the year is always something that yeah. develops. I'm gonna after. go
1: though Marcus Smart, Boston oh. Celtics six man. That's okay. my pick.
0: I could see that. Yeah, he's um, feisty.
1: Yeah. So let's see. We have done MVP six man coach Co- coach. Yeah, let's do coach. Uh, ooh, I, if the Lakers have a decent season, I'd say Luke Walton.
0: Like, I, I I like well, I feel like you wouldn't be credited with it though. That's why I put yeah,
1: um I I if they make it to the conference finals, which I don't know,
0: like if they somehow made it to the conference finals against the Warriors, mm-hmm. I would give it to Luke Walton. You know, you know who I'm going to give it to this year? I'm going to give it to Greg Popovich. Really, I, the Spurs do not have high expectations yeah. this year. Although they have a superstar in DeMar DeRozan, they got LaMarcus Aldridge. They're, they're expected to be a yeah. uh, very low tier West. I say yeah. they they. They get like third, uh, third seed, and make really? it make it to make. I'd say they're gonna make the Western Conference Finals. Really? The Spurs okay. are gonna make the Western Conference it Finals. It seems like
1: both of our picks though, are contingent on their playoff success.
0: The, it honestly is. Yeah. yeah, it seems like that's kind of how it ends up yeah, being most years, true. though. So I say Greg Popovich is gonna come out of nowhere and snag that Coach right. of the Year trophy and last one of his career. This year.
1: All right. Yeah, I mean, I think he only has like one or two. Like, you would think as great of a coach mm-hmm. as easy. he doesn't have that many. Yeah. But yeah, okay, so thank you, Doug. Sorry we took a little while to get mm-hmm. to your question, but you know, it all comes full circle. So, yeah, stay, really does. stay tuned to NBA Live, uh, NBA News coming up, mm-hmm.
0: and really exciting time. NBA basketball is back baby it, it really is so um yeah we'll have a ton more news on that next week uh but MLB postseason is mm-hmm. up and running uh we got our um we got the championship
1: series for each league mm-hmm. the ALCS and the NLCS we love it.
0: Mm-hmm. it it is tied right now one-to-one um in each series both NL and AL uh in this uh Houston against Boston Astros against Red Sox uh, what what are you thinking so far? Because it's been you well, know.
1: You remember my prediction. I mm-hmm. I wanted Red Sox Brewers, yeah. and so you know we're we're looking like that. I mean, right now it's one one Boston and Houston each split in a game. It's a best of uh, seven. Remember, so you gotta mm-hmm. get to four in this one. So we got the next couple games coming up. Um, in where at? Is it in in Houston? Yeah. So you know. The next three actually, so Boston's really got to make a stand here. That's what I kind of don't love about baseball: how yeah. it goes one, one, and then three, and then the last two. Yeah. So it's like really, it's more of an advantage, I would say, if like they can steal one. Yeah. Um. At but so anyways we'll see so I'm really and hoping H- Houston Boston has
0: one hell of a crowd at home especially in uh, the playoff series and the way
1: they've been pitching oh uh, they've got like a they've got a Warriors pitching staff yeah. like
0: other than Keichel. I, I feel like Dallas Keichel is. He's a, a solid.
1: He's he's, he's like solid. He's like the Klay Thompson, like
0: Verlander's Curry. Severely overrated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, Verlander's
1: Curry, Garrett Cole is KD. Like you know, the younger, more actually better. But you know, and then Keuchel is probably like Clay. Yeah. Or Draymond, yeah, yeah, just good enough, but yeah.
0: yeah, I'd agree. I say the Dodgers had the season. The Brewers barely scraped out that first win at home. due, yeah. due to majority of the but Dodgers? But they almost faults. won.
1: They almost won the second game.
0: Yeah, I know. But I, I the Dodgers basically had control at home yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, whatever. I, they're going. They're going to be in L.A. for the next three games. The Dodgers have it. You know, I mean, I'm probably going to be yeah. rooting for Brew Crew all the way yeah, <laughs> until I die. Crew. Brew Crew. Who would
1: have thought when we saw like I did not see that coming that we were watching when we were heckling the yeah. the
0: bullpen <laughs> yeah. and that
1: Brew crew guy put down probably, like, eight brewskis. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did not see them making it this far. Like Neither So it's honestly kind of an honor that we were there for that. Yeah, no,
0: that was awesome. Watching Josh Hader uh, come out of the bullpen, that was, that was definitely yeah. awesome. But I'd say the Dodgers have it in the bag.
1: Yeah. I, as much as I don't like to say it, you know, I think the inexperience of the Brewers, like, I think they're a little shocked that they're here even. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like you even heard it in their press conference, like, they're a really good player who's expected to win MVP. Mm-hmm. What's, I can't think of his name at the moment. Oh, sorry. The, the Brewers guy who's, like, young but expected to win MVP.
0: Oh, um, Aguilar?
1: Maybe. Anyways, he was talking, he's like, yeah, uh, you know, no one really expected us to be there. We didn't really uh-huh. expect to be here, so let's just try to finish. Like, he was very optimistic, like, mm-hmm. like not as driven as, like, you know, maybe Clayton Kershaw, who's yeah. been so close, and that's always been the knock. Oh, no mm-hmm. World Series ring on Kershaw. So... Um, you know, the, the Giants enemy wants Kershaw to never win a ring and just to yeah. kind of, like, always be that what if. But it, it's not looking that way. I think, you know, I don't think the series goes back to Milwaukee. Um, yeah. And if it does, though, I'd be worried as the Dodgers. But I'd say, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, it's, the, it's yeah. going right now. It's currently
0: top of the fourth, two outs. The Brewers Brewers do have a run. And our Reed's question earlier yeah. was about uh, Walker Bueller. Um, and, he you know, he's obviously been that up-and-coming star uh, for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He gave up a run. Um, you know the the Dodgers got to put some offense though. Yeah, you know? I mean
1: top of the force only one earned run. Like you know a one ERA is fantastic. So yeah. we'll have to see where he's going. He hasn't really. Done every, anything else, but you know it looks like he's pitching well tonight, and uh, mm. look out for him. You know the Dodgers always seem to have some hot prospect always, though it's yeah. like kind of frustrating. But so I think still I'm going Brewers. Socks is my World Series. We'll have to see how this game. If this game pans out, I'm definitely going Brewers.
0: You're, put, you're putting Brewers, Socks, and I'm putting Dodgers, Astros. Yeah,
1: we're like 100 percent off on yeah, this, but yeah, that's where I'm going with it, and then we'll see. But I mean, it's basically MLB. This yeah. is the best time to be a baseball fan, if I'm being honest. It really is. Cause, you know the regular season is just so long, and it's like too bad none of us have a team in here. But if like you know, that's even when it's really exciting when your team is in there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, really cool stuff, Brody. What do you got for us to wrap yeah. up the show on to, this day in yeah. sports?
0: To wrap up the show on this day in sports history, um, October fifteenth in nineteen eighty. October 15th. George Brett was forced out of the World Series with hemorrhoids. And oh, ew. That was the coolest fact I could find what, on this day. What's that one on uh, Walt Frazier? Oh, yeah. Walt, Walt Frazier retired or the New York Knicks retired Walt Frazier's number oh, okay. on this day. And Clyde. Which
1: is, Clyde Frazier, baby.
0: Yeah, which isn't that cool. Yeah, that's I why mean, I didn't choose that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, real, a rough day in this it's day. A rough day for George Brett <laughs> on oh, this day God. in sports <laughs> history. How's so that
1: conversation so, go? Coach, Yeah. Just, Coach, <laughs> in the
0: world series <laughs> yeah, it's like, like man. awkwardly yeah off. <laughs> coach, I, I need, what's going
1: on uh coach i can't i can't move my legs or stand uh, yeah that's awkward
0: yeah out of yeah out of everything yeah so shout out to George Brett hope you're feeling better i'm <laughs> wow, now thirty so bad thirty eight years later yeah. um But, yeah, that's it. So want to wrap us up, Eric?
1: Yeah, so thank you very much, Wildcats. Keep hoping and praying for our Wildcats football team. Uh, Catch us next week on Monday, though, fresh off our U of A um, trip to UCLA. We'll have a lot of hot takes for you there. Yeah, we will. So that's something to keep uh, uh, your eye out for. But until then, have a great, safe week, Wildcats. We'll catch you next time.